Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. What's the most resilient parasite? Primetime with Isaac Insu. Can build cities, can transform the world, and rewrite all the rules. That's what I'll be doing every single night. Which is why... No, 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 no! I have to steal it. What are you talking about, Willis? This is Primetime with Isaac and Souf. It's going to work. It's passable, okay? This, this isn't terrible. The best in local, regional, and national sports. With no hidden agenda. Primetime with Isaac and Souf on 1080 The Fan. Ahoy! Happy Wednesday to you. It is another O-line edition of Primetime. We are, uh, we're working with a lot of backups today. Because our quarterback's out. Our quarterback's down. So now I've slid over to play quarterback, but I'm no quarterback. No, no, no. I'm the backup. But now then it's like when you shuffle the O-line. When the left tackle moves into play center, and then someone has to come in and play the left tackle spot. So we got Will Ortner in. But when Will slides right. in, now Buckley's out. So now we got Jordan Schultz in. So basically we're working with a skeleton crew. We're the Cincinnati Bengals at this point. We got a lot of shuffling going on. Hey, you know what? But they we're playing the hurt. They beat the <laughs> they Bills. They did beat the Bills. And they got to the AFC Championship And game. they gave the Chiefs a run for their money. So what the hell, guys? I say let's do this. That's All right? right? No one believes in us. No one believes that this primetime crew can get a show done. No one. No one believes that we can make it four hours. But we believe. What, we believe. When you're being produced by a high school lineman, I didn't play any college sports. because that I, works. I just ain't good enough. I, I was an O-lineman, too. So you, so you got the backup of the backup coming in today. Yeah, no mm. offense, Schultz. We love you. And uh, you can tip the scales with the best of us. But, uh, yeah, you don't necessarily scream Pac-12. When we look no. at you, no one's ever looked at Schultz and been like, hey, where'd you play? It doesn't. It doesn't quite work that way. But you got the pipes. You get. You're the crooner of the group. I know. We what I can. all. We all bring something to the table. I appreciate it. I, yes. I just leaned on that. I know what I can do, and I stuck with it. And we're doing the the, the Ricky Bob. And we're all dear friends. We stuck together. We did our best, and we're all good friends. And to answer the question, did Will murder Rob for airtime? It's it's unbeknownst at this point. Everything. I am not wearing his face. All, that is true. Well, the the rumor was eventually that you would murder me for airtime. Well, you've been a lot nicer. To that me. is true. 
That is true. You and keep I've, letting me on air. I think you've done that to make sure I don't murder you. Well, and I think I'm 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 more difficult to murder than Rob. That is true. At this point, if you're looking for the path of least resistance, you could probably murder Rob in his weakened condition, and and probably wouldn't get much you know much pushback. I mean, a, an ill placed tater tot almost did it. Well, that's like when I was a kid. Like my mom would worry about me walking around the neighborhood. Like, oh, what if someone comes and kidnaps you? Like, mom, I'm. I'm 10 years old and 200 pounds. No one's going to kidnap me. Yeah. They're much easier targets. Exactly. Like, I can't run away, but they're going to go for my brother because he's like 100 pounds and like five foot. Look, this is the benefit of being the chubby kid. No one wants to kidnap the chubby kid. Right. There's when, cuter kids. Yeah. Whenever you see the kid that has been snatched, it's never the fat kid. Ever. It's always the little guy. Because if you're driving around now, and, and you would think it's counterproductive, because if you're trying to lure someone in with the white van and candy, you would think the fat kid would be a prime candidate. You're like, hey, kid, I got some free McDonald's here. And I don't care how much stranger danger you've had. If you're a little fat kid and someone offers you a 10-piece nugget, guess what? You're getting in that van. Throw in an orange high C, and I'll do whatever you want. Let's go. But it's never the case. It's always the little kid. It's always the little skinny kid that ends up getting kidnapped. So... Yeah, if you've got a chubby kid out there and your doctor's, like, giving you the, because I got this one a lot, uh, Mrs. Sicanic, we'd like to see his weight plateau. <laughs> we'd like to see it kind of level off. No, it was more of a it's more of a steady climb up. There's, there's a plus side to everything in this world. That's what I'm saying. Like, sometimes it pays to be the husky kid because no one wants to kidnap you. Like, look, there's even a level where, you know what, people go, eh. He's not good-looking enough for me to kidnap. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. No, I've never been kidnappable, ever in my no. entire life. Certainly now, because I, I, uh, I go to a lot of foreign countries, mm -hmm. and uh, I don't stay at resorts. Uh, I'm an Airbnb guy, so we look, not every place I stay is the lap of, uh, of luxury. I rent nice houses, but look, uh, some of the neighborhoods that I've rented in over this uh, fine world of ours, uh, I get it. It's, it's, not, the, uh, it's not the best. And so I get that. Every time I leave, my family's like, dude, don't get trafficked. And I'm like, no one's trafficking me. Now, one of my children, that's rough because they all got the little Asian genes. My son is very trafficable. Like, he's adorable. Like, whenever you see my son out, like, my son's really good looking, and he's short and skinny. He's got, like, abs. He's got long hair. He looks like an Asian Dave Grohl. Like, he should be a rock star or, like, a tech bro. He dresses real well. That's a kid that needs to worry about being trafficked. But not me. I've never once. I can wander anywhere. I can wander the streets. And and usually what happens is the shady element, they want to, like, hang out with me. That's the problem is I end up at places like I'm in Bali, and next thing you know, I'm in a cockfighting ring. That happened. I was wandering the back alleys in this neighborhood in Ubud, and next thing I know, well, I'm, I'm involved in a little cockfighting. Look, I'm I'm not saying that I was any good at it. Uh, my bird lost in like seven yeah. seconds. It was it was brutal. Well, you need to bet with me. Yeah, I would have helped you as yeah. a degenerate. The problem is, is that you look like you would help them kidnap people. They probably think that you kidnapped your kids. Yeah. And they were like, "Oh, this is an expert." Like, yeah, you're look, the muscle. He's, in he's those got scenarios. them with Stockholm syndrome. Oh yeah. We need him to teach us his ways. That's a hundred percent. I was taking my kids, and now they're a little bit older, and so I, I haven't had the problem in a year or so because only one of my kids now is under eighteen, and my daughter turns eighteen in in just you know the, the, uh, May, so right around the corner. Mm -hmm. But I, I, there's there's been multiple times where because my my wife passed away, so it's, it's just me. So I'll be taking my kids. This happened when we went to Belize. It happened when we went uh, to the Far East. And I think it might have happened when we went to, like, Costa Rica, where I go to get on the plane, 
and they won't let me like they they need another parent like you you can't just take fyi apparently you can't just take your kids if you're a, a single dad you can't just take them on an airplane to go overseas you have to have like a note from the other parent and i'm like well you doctors know yeah i'm like there is no other parent it's it's just me and the lady's like well not okay and it turned into this whole thing i had to go home and produce a death certificate like they they needed proof and i'm like well you can talk to my kids like they're all old this isn't like when they're little they're all teenagers i think my daughter was like in her 20s and i'm like talk to her like you can vouch i'm like these are all the kids i'm like i have birth certificates they have passports no no can't do it i'm like you really think i'm trafficking these three kids right now like again stockholm syndrome made me go home and get it and so now i had to like force myself to bring that and we almost missed the flight one it was a huge deal and i was talking to my buddy and this is the part that pissed me off so my buddy is a very uh he looks like mel gibson he's a very respectable member of the community hold on you said he looks like mel gibson and he's a respectable member of the community (laughs) i think wrong sir no he's mel gibson without like the uh the anti-semitism he's mel gibson before the weapon yes before he's a very regal looking sharp dressed man he's just he's a he looks like just an upright american citizen so I told them this story about being detained at the airport because they thought I was kidnapping my children. And that weekend, because it was spring break, this was a couple years ago, and he's like, what are you talking about, buddy? He goes, I flew, I think they went to, I don't remember where they were going, but they went to like Turks and Caicos or something. Something, again, overseas, just like me, tropical place. He brought with him two kids that weren't even his. He brought friends, his kids' friends. No, 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 nothing. No one said anything. Just here. Oh, yeah, here you go, Mr. Phillips. Get on the plane and and away you go. I'm like, what? Like, he's allowed to take children that aren't his overseas to tropical islands. I can't bring my own kids overseas? Yeah. Tell me profiling isn't real. Horse nears. Horse nears. Well, sir, if you, if someone was going to kidnap or traffic, you look like someone who would... Also, I do actually know the Phillipses, uh, kind of, enough. We went to school together, yeah. me and the kids. Um, they look like normal, nice people. You're not going to have to worry about anything. Um, again, you, me, walking around with people that don't look like us, no. I think we're getting in trouble, especially with all the Viking tats. It is, it is problematic because none of the kids look like me. There, that, is, that is an issue. Is that you would assume? Because now, like my my uh, my better half now, my my lady friend, so she's full Japanese, and my kids, my my late wife was Korean. So when we go any place, I'm the stepfather. And I'm like, no, I'm like they're mine. Everyone assumes that they're hers, and I'm some sort of weird tag along. I'm like, nope. It's weird. No, that you're getting crap, but that guy bringing kids that aren't even his own because that's just not believable who actually i'm sorry i don't really know anybody that would want to take anybody else's kids on vacation oh, with them so oh, trust me when that, you see this family that's a question it is like this is what everyone wants it's, middle yeah, america it's to look all like. american they family. are a okay. perfect looking yeah. family it's very depressing when i see like when they send me the christmas card i'm like damn it everyone's like really good looking and everyone's mm-hmm. smiling and there's like a great backdrop and it's just it's everyone's dressed we're all nice. jealous of them okay Okay, yeah, there's you. a beautiful golden lab, and it just and then you look at like mine, and it's just it's a whole thing. They're great at golf, yeah, and tennis. Yeah, it's a very it's a very like perfect yeah. family. Yeah, it's it's one of those. But bottom line is, boys, it's my inspirational speech. We're gonna get this done today. 
with the backup to the backups to the backups, we are going to be the Cincinnati Bengals. And we are going to deed beat the Buffalo Bills. Or at least we'll give it our best shot and, you know, we'll crash and burn in the title game. It happens. But I feel pretty confident we're going to get through this. So uh, 3.30 today, we got Stuart Mandel of The Athletic. We'll talk a little uh, Pac-12 media rights deal. Some news came out on that today where um, I think Brett, Brett McMurphy had it where he said CBS and Turner have pulled out. That shouldn't come as a shock. Look, bottom line is this. The Pac-12 right now has Amazon and ESPN. And that's it. And the longer this goes, this ain't good. And I'm not saying this is the death of the Pac-12 and that uh, you know the, the end is imminent, but this is not good. When, when this thing has drug on and you're the last one and you have two people bidding and they're not really bidding against each other and you're going down the SMU and San Diego State roads, if I'm Oregon, if I'm Washington, if I'm Utah, I'm sweating. And it's even worse if you're Washington and Washington State, you're sweating worse because if the Pac-12 does collapse, those other schools at least find a landing spot. I'm not sure about Oregon State and Washington State and the lesser schools. So we'll talk to him about that, and then we'll head out to Kansas City. we got a beat reporter. They had their championship parade today. we got some uh, some sights and sounds that we'll hear. The Kelsey brothers out there making everyone cry. And uh, we'll talk about the Portland Trailblazers because it was not a great way to enter the All-Star break. I think uh, Dusty and uh, Danny had this where they said they're limping into the All-Star break, both figuratively and literally. So a lot to go today on an O-line edition of Primetime. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color, starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month Special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Isaac and Souk on 1080 The Fan. You can text the show, brand new uh, text line, 503-864-6FAN. That's 503-864-6326. That music means it is time for the AAA heating and cooling poll question. 
family company helping families for over 60 years, AAAIAQ.com. You can go to uh, Twitter, look up at our page, 1080 The Fan. And we ask you simply with the Blazers limping into the All-Star break, 28 and 30, 11th in the West. Anthony Simons hurt, possibly for a significant period of time. What do you want to see going forward? Tank, tank, tank. Play sharp on the young guys as many minutes as possible. See what happens or playoffs or bust. Because it does feel like right now you are at a little bit of a crossroads. And you can see, you know, there's a couple paths forward here. Mm -hmm. Certainly it's been a disappointing year. But you've got Lillard playing at literally at a top five NBA level, mm-hmm. right? You're you're 11th in the West, but you're four, four and a half games out of the basically the four or five slot in the West. So it's not like you're just you can't even see the playoffs from here. But Simons has that's a, that's a bad ankle. You're hearing that that's not. I mean, they had to push back the MRI because of the swelling. That's never a good thing because. If you have to push it back for swelling, yeah, it's this isn't Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, this isn't like oh, it's a grade one no, ankle this sprain. Is, this is there's some stuff torn up in yeah. there. So it, there's a chance that he's done for the year or close to it. Mm-hmm. And as they were pointing out on on, on uh, Danny and Dusty, there's really not another guy that can create his own shot in, in a league. You're not going to beat anyone defensively because you're bad defensively. You've got one guy now that's a that's a create guy, and that's Damian Lillard. I mean, Grant can score, but he's not a guy that's going to create his own shot unless you want to work through the post. Don't think that's necessarily going to happen. So at this point, do you just say screw it? Nurk's got the concussion, or Grant's got the concussion that lingers. Nurk, they've seen him shut him down before, you know, and you just go down that road, or do you just say, hey, you're playing viable as many minutes, you're playing sharp as many minutes as possible, and just kind of see what happens, or do you ham and egg it the very best you can and say, hey, it's playoffs or bust? Because I, I think you're going to have to make that, you're going to have to make that decision sooner than later. You have, I think you kind of have to make it over this break, right? You and finally, you, probably will. you finally have the break. You have the time to take, to do your due diligence, right? But I, it, unfortunately, I think a lot of fans want to tank, and it, it sucks because I was in here a week ago, and we we're like, hey, you're going to make a couple small deals in the deadline, yeah. and then you're going to look for the big trade to come during the summer, right? It seemed like we've pushed it again to the summer. And now with all the injuries, I think the smart thing to do is tank. But when you have Damian Lillard playing at this level, are you going to waste another year of Dame? When you know you don't have that many years left of primetime Dame, I think you kind of have to ham and egg it and see, like, maybe we can get hot, or maybe he can go on a historic tear. He's already at a historic tear, but can he go to that next level? Because at at this point, like, are you really going to tank and waste him again? Do you really want to do that to the best Blazer of all time? I think there are severe implications if they don't try to do the best they can going out the rest of the season with or without Ant. We've talked about that draft compensation that, that's kind of on hold with the Bulls, and that's lottery protected, right? Yep. So so let me just lay this out. If the Blazers don't make the playoffs this year, then that protected pick gets pushed back to next year for the Bulls. They need to make the playoffs so they can get that off their back, so they can actually make a deal that other teams have done to trade three first-round picks every other year to get a player. I'm not saying they're going to get Kevin Durant, but that's the kind of trade it's going to take with all those assets you guys are talking about that they built up. If they don't get themselves out of that hamstrung situation, they're not going to be able to get somebody for Dame. So yeah, his prime's running out, but because of that, because that compensation is so locked up, they've got to get out of that lock so they can actually get somebody. And now. you got the one at the deadline that you, you ended up 
making the deal for, which is a, a good thing. I know the trade deadline wasn't all Raspberry and Frogerts for everyone, but you, at least you got a well, you got your, your the five seconds, but you ended up with a first round pick for that. So, um, in in, in the the separate deal, so at, mm-hmm. at least you've got some draft capital. It does feel like everything is being pushed to the off season, and the, you've heard that time and time again that the big name hunting will come this off season. So to me. I, I don't care where this goes. Like I, I, it's so frustrating. I know for people to hear, Oh, it's, it's, it's being kicked down the road. It's being kicked down the road. It's being kicked down the road. But this is the way it works in sports. We all want, you know, we all want our team to be relevant instantly. Mm-hmm. And it's just, unless you find yourself getting the LeBron Jameses of the world, it doesn't happen that way. It's like, if you could just sprinkle some magic fairy dust on someone, and make them a contender, more teams would do it. But the reality is where Portland's at, this is 75 to 85% of the league. Mm-hmm. And and this is and, and, and it's not like it's just 75-80% of the league over one season. This is like if you look at teams, you know, like Sacramento, if you look at Chicago ever since, you know, the, the Jordan days, they've been in this. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Utah essentially is Memphis. Memphis. I mean you're just in this constant wash and and yeah you you know you end up with a guy like John Morant and all of a sudden you kind of put it together and you have that but this is essentially what NBA teams do the vast majority of their time there's very few teams that remain relevant year after year after year and so to me it's more about just being able to strike while the while there's an opportunity and so regardless of what happens this year you're not going anywhere Say you get hot and you end up in the in the fifth or sixth seed. You, you, this is not a contending team. We all know that. So to me, whether you full on tank, whether you play the young guys, and you say, "Hey, whatever happens, happens." To me, this still comes down to it's all about the next off season, uh, th- this one. And I and so to me, largely what happens is almost irrelevant. And I know that sucks to hear as a fan, but ultimately to get where you need to go. Not much that's going to happen over these next six weeks is going to play a huge role in that other than I'm a player development guy. So to me, even if you say, okay, we can't tank because Lillard's not going to allow it, then to me, Sharp plays 37 minutes a game. You're going to get all the minutes, and we are going to make you drink from the fire hose, and we are going to see what you have, and we are going to try to speed up your growth process as soon as possible. And for me, Simons, if you've got a bum ankle – and you're going to be out five of the next six weeks, well, then guess what? You're done for the year. We know what you are. We know who you are. You're part of our future unless we decide that, you know, you can go in all in on, you know, a, a, a Bridges or an MB trade or something yeah. like that. Sit your ass down. Anyone that's, that's, that's got nagging injuries, I, I think it's one of those, it's a passive tank for me. You're not actively trying to put a bad team on the floor, but we're also not trying to be heroes here. This becomes, to me, a developmental season. See what you got, and then you go into the offseason, and, and again, we kick it down the, the, the road one more year. And it sucks, but that is essentially what the vast majority of teams in every sport do, is you sit there and say, okay, we're not a contender. What can we do? What can we do to get ready next offseason and to put ourselves in the best shape? And I honestly think Portland needs to have that conversation. Yeah, well, and I think what makes a lot of fans mad, at least for the Blazers, is 
you know that there's a time limit here. You know that the best Blazer ever, and honestly, he's the most loyal Blazer you've ever had. He's the best player that's ever come through the franchise. He didn't leave. He's never once talked about wanting to leave nope. in Damian Lillard. So you want to win for him. But you know that, you know, he's what, 32, 33? Yep. So you know he's only got a couple more years left. So you want to make sure he gets that opportunity to play in the finals. You don't want to feel like you wasted him. And you felt like coming into this year, like, hey, Simons is back. Simons looked amazing last year. Year. It Grant. looked like he finally had grown Jeremy Grant. You got him, and he played well. It wasn't like you got Jeremy Grant, and then he went out there and looked like Gerald Wallace. Yeah. He was legit. Yep. And so to have these injuries keep coming up and to keep seeing, like, oh, we're another year away, we're another year away, you kind of get this feeling of, like, it's never going to happen for us. It just keeps coming down the road. It's like you're talking to that girl, and she's got a boyfriend, and then all of a sudden they break up, and you're like, hey, you know, hey, you want to go out on a date? You want to help hook up with me or something like that? And she goes, not yet. Maybe in a couple more weeks. Let me try and figure stuff out. And then she's dating another guy the yeah. next day, and it's, it sucks, but you keep hanging on, hanging on, because you're hoping that eventually it's going to go your way. But I, I'm with you. I think you kind of have to passive tank. Because let's see what you can get out of Thibault. Let's see what you can get out of Shaden Sharp. Yes. Because you're not going to be a franchise that gets the Kevin Durant in free agency. You're not going to get Kyrie Irving, right? No. So you have to grow this team through the draft and through finding pieces that other people discarded. And I know it sounds weird, but Cha- uh, Chauncey Bull- Billups, this is what he comes from. He won a title with a team of a bunch of misfit toys. So hope that he can build it and Cronin go out, can go out and find the right guys for it. And if you prove that it, it, that, that a thigh bowl can be a key component off your bench and you, or a guy like Justin Winslow and, and Cam and, Reddish, and Cam Reddish, if you can develop those, you know, ultimately, and, and maybe you can, you can, you already know what Simons can do. There's a reputation out there already. Sharp can develop. And because and if you are going to make, quote unquote, the big swing, right, and you're going to go after a, a Mikel Bridges or, you know, whoever becomes available on a team that has to blow this thing up, it's essentially going to be all the ones you have. And it's going to be Sharp. It's going to be Simons. Maybe it's going to be both of them. It's going to, if you want to go all in and you're going to say, hey, this is the Damian Lillard championship window. It's going to be something like that, and then you're going to need the lineup to be some form of Grant, Lillard, Nurk, these kind of bench players that you have filled in because you're going to have to pull a Phoenix Suns. And you're going to say, hey, these are our two good young players. This is Simons. This is Sharp. Hey, they may end up being all pros, but we've got a three-year window to do this, and so here's our next here's our next three ones. Here's our two young players, and let's go out and try to get an all-NBA guy. Pair him with Lillard, pair him with Grant, pair him with Nurk, and away you go. And that's not happening this year. So to me, I, I know it's frustrating, but the rest of the season becomes irrelevant. And now you just have to say whatever gets us closer to next off season. When again, you have another opportunity and, and Rob yells about this all the time, broken record, broken record, broken record, but this is what it takes. You said yeah. you hold on, you hold on, you hold on, you keep swimming. You keep, you don't drown. You keep swimming. You don't drown. Keep swimming. Don't drown. And eventually you reach shore. And it's really hard to do because if it wasn't, more people would win NBA titles. Look at the teams that have won NBA titles. It's really, really stinking hard to do. And it frustrates, it frustrates me a little bit when people are like, oh, well, why can't, why can't Portland win a title? Say that about 90% of the NBA. Say it about 90% of baseball. Say it about this is really hard to do. And sometimes we just make it seem like if you just tweak this or this or that, you end up winning a title, and it's just not reality when it comes to the world of sports. Why don't you just call the touchdown play? Yeah, it's run exactly that. what run, it is. Run the touchdown Why play. Why don't you just run the touchdown play? And, and not to, you know, beat a dead horse here, but you're in Portland. 
Hidu Turkoglu said no to coming to you in yeah. free agency. Yeah. So you have to build a team that's set up to get guys like that. You're in a spot where at least you're getting guys like Jeremy Grant, a good, solid player who's turned into arguably a pretty good star, at least in this city, right? So keep swimming, keep afloat, and then hope maybe, you know, something goes your way. You never know. If you do tank the lottery ball, maybe there's some frozen envelopes. (laughs) You get Victor Webb and Yana. You never know. Oh, yeah, right. You never know. If you put yourself in that I'll streak if that happens. Nobody wants to see that. Actually, you know what? I'm not going to lie. I'd watch that. Okay. I would. I'd watch. I'd watch that. Tell me your your little we your little body it. out running around. I check that out. All right, your all little right. Uh, your little crooner tattoo running around. Let's let's go shaking on my calf. Yeah. All right, we come back. Uh, what do we got? Stuart Mandel of the Athletic talks a little Pac-12 media deal. Prime time here on the fan. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In thirty minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses is a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours... The energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places. Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Prime Time with Isaac and Souk on 1080 The Fan. Welcome back in. A lot of rumors swirling around the potential Pac-12 media rights deal. Maybe conference realignment is the ACC or the Big 12 going poaching. All of that, although if you listen to the Pac-12, they'll tell you that everything is hunky-dory. So we figure we'd go to one of the best scribes in the business who's got the inside. You can find his work on The Athletic. One of the best couple bucks you're going to spend every month. Stuart Mandel taking a couple minutes for it. Stuart, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. So if I'm to believe uh, the, the Pac-12, everything is great. Uh, there's no worries here whatsoever. And the Pac-12 soon will sign the greatest meteorite deal of all time. Am I correct? I mean, I think if it were that great, they would have signed <laughs> it already, right? right. Uh, this has been going on now for, for almost eight months. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, from what I was reporting on the athletic last week, uh, clearly there have been some challenges that maybe George Kalkoff was either naive about uh, in the first place or have come up uh, just because of bad timing. But, um, you know, clearly they're in, a, in an environment where there aren't that many bidders interested in their rights. Fox is not interested in, in continuing. Um, and then I think the Big 12 jumping the line, their deal was their current contract goes a year longer, yet they were able to um, open things up early with ESPN and Fox and get a deal done pretty quickly last fall. Um, has it had a direct impact on the Pac-12 because 
at the end of the day, I don't think those two conferences, the schools that are remaining, are that different in value. Uh, so when they agreed to their deal for $31.6 million per school, it became unrealistic that the Pac-12 was going to get decidedly more than that. And that's certainly, you know, if that ends up being the number or maybe a couple million more, it'll definitely be less than what George Kalkoff had been hoping for at the start of the process. Is there a chance, though, that, it, I mean, you're hearing that, or you, I mean, the, the, the rumor out there is that they're hundreds of millions of dollars apart. So when you look at that ceiling of the 31.6, is if I told you right now, if you're a Pac-12 school, that I can get you 31.6, do you think you take it? Is there a chance that this ends up being worse? Uh, I don't think it will be. Um, I could be wrong. I certainly was surprised that the Big 12 got what it did after losing Texas and Oklahoma. But I don't think it's going to be a number less than what the Big 12 got. I just don't think it's going to be much more, um, if at all. The the I have seen the same thing you did about ESPN and, and the Pac-12 being hundreds of millions apart. But I think that is in part because what the Pac-12 was seeking at the beginning of the negotiations was never realistic. Um, before it was in USC and UCLA, the hope was, you know, they, they make $250 million a year now, but they could make $500 million, $500 million in the new deal, double the deal. Once USC and UCLA left, you were looking at more like $300, $350 million, something like that. Um, but I think he was seeking more. And I, I know he told... Um, told people that he was hoping to get them 40, 45 million per school, which just wasn't realistic. Um, the other thing I think that was a little bit um, naive was these negotiations got stalled in part because of the uh, California, uh, University of California Regents holding these hearings about UCLA and whether they might block UCLA. Nobody here in California thought that was ever going to happen. Yeah. It was a big political show. And yet, from what we were told, he was going into – uh, meetings with the network showing two proposals, one with, one without UCLA. So they seem to think that was a, a legitimate possibility. I never thought UCLA was going to reverse course. So he didn't see UCLA and USC leaving. That caught him off guard. He allowed the Big 12 to jump the line and set a ceiling on his negotiations. You're now having it leaked that you're kind of desperate with San Diego State and, and, and SMU, and you've kind of overpromised. I know he got thrown into a difficult situation, but boy, is is there some fingers to be pointed here at Klayovkov? You forgot the first example, which was looking looking the ACC and Big Ten commissioners in the eye, uh, yeah. and and you know agreeing to an alliance that that wasn't on paper, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a handshake I agreement. Mean, yeah, and I think there's a lot of excitement when he came into the league. Obviously, everybody was so down on Larry Scott. Um, I was surprised that given the, 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 the problems that they had with Larry Scott, they went and hired another person who's outside the college sports establishment. Uh, he was working, obviously, in, at MGM at the time. Um, but he seemed pretty savvy to me, uh, at least in terms of the business side. Uh, but obviously, one thing after another seems to have caught him off guard. And you could say, you know, I've seen both sides of it. Some people say he should have done more to appease USC should have been aware from the beginning that they were the feelings they were having. And other people said USC was going to jump regardless, like that this had been in the works for a while. Um, at the end of the day, they're going to a conference that's going to be making more than a billion dollars a year in TV money. Had they stayed in the PAC 12, they still wouldn't have come close to that. Yeah. And now you look at it. I, 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 
if I'm Washington, if I'm Oregon, maybe Utah falls into this. We all know that they flirted with the Big Ten, and they're just waiting for the Big Ten to say, please come. But the Big Ten right now appears to be on on hold. If you're those schools, how do you agree to any sort of grant of rights for any significant period of time when if you're Oregon and Washington, Utah, and you're trying to play with the big boys, you're getting ready to sign a deal that puts you not even half of what the, the, the big players are doing? I mean, I think the best thing that happened to the Pac-12 recently was Kevin Warren leaving the Big Ten for the Chicago Bears because he was really, from what I understand, yeah. the one stoking these continued rumors. I don't think the Big Ten presidents were looking to add more schools after USC and UCLA, and certainly the networks, uh, were, there's, there's not more money to be had. Uh, Oregon is a great program, but they were not going to, uh, Fox was not going to go in and, and add another $70, million uh, a year for another school. So I think that possibly, I'm not saying it could never happen, but it, it's not imminent. And so, um, you know, it, it's hard for me to imagine. I don't think you can do a new TV deal without a signed grant of rights. Uh, could they try to negotiate something where they get an unequal revenue share, perhaps? Uh, but then where do you draw the line on that? You know, I, I think when it was USC, Everybody kind of agreed they were the, the flagship program that, that brought in the most TV money. I don't know that it's that drastic toward Oregon or anybody else in the New Deal. Now, one possibility, you know, we saw him go visit SMU. We know San Diego State. Um, you add those two schools, they're not going to make you a lot more money, but they would definitely, just because of the inventory, get you a little more money. And then if they come in at a lower share, like let's say they come in at a 25% share, which would be an increase from what they make now, yeah. then the other schools, that might be one way to raise what Oregon, Washington, Utah, what those other schools make um, with the uneven, the uneven sharing of, those, of that extra uh, revenue. Is there any way this – is this going to now just end up on ESPN and Amazon both, or is there a chance that one takes all the inventory? Your guess is as good as mine on that one. Um, it's all secret. There might be another player besides those two, like Apple, um, that has entered the entered the picture since the start of the new year. Um, look, we've heard completely different, conflicting things about Amazon in this. At one point, um, there was talk that they might get nearly all the rights. Now it's uh, John Orant, who I really respect from SBJ. Uh, on his podcast, they said he thinks Amazon's only interested in one game a week, the rest game of the week. I've always thought that ESPN, because ESPN has ESPN Plus, um, and, and that, you know, if you've ever gone on ESPN Plus, man, they've got some of the most obscure sporting events on oh, earth yeah. on there. <laughs> like, they, they just want inventory. Yeah. It's always made sense to me, especially with the games that are on the Pac-12 network right now, that you that, that they would be the most interested in and buying up most of those rights. It's just a matter of what the value is. Um, they're not in a situation to overpay. They will pay, they will not overpay. And I, I've heard now that there's some some more rumblings that the, the, the Big 12 you know, could be knocking at the door again. Have you heard anything about that, that, that there may be some poaching going on potentially from the Big 12 with the influx? They got $100 million from Texas and Oklahoma. Are they looking mm-hmm. to maybe throw that at some of the Pac-12 schools? And if, if you get three or four of them, that kind of kills the Pac-12. Yeah, I mean, uh, Brett Yormark, their commissioner, has not even tried to hide the possibility, right? He's come out in public and said, we're looking to get into the fourth time zone. We're looking to go west. 
I think that it's all been on hold until um, find out the results of this media negotiation, uh, whatever it ends up being. Um, first of all, if it's just a disaster, then that's an opening. But even if it's just comparable to the money the Big 12 is going to get, um, I can already see them making the pitch that, hey, you know, come to us. We've got better time slots. We're not going to have as many games on streaming. As you know, they've been talking to Gonzaga about possibly joining in basketball. That would be, I could see that being very appealing to Arizona for one. But to this point, nobody inside the Pac-12, no AD, nobody has indicated to me that they want to join the Big 12. I think it would take, you know, the deal coming in well below expectations for that to become a possibility. And when do you think that this eventually gets settled? Because the longer it drags on, I think people get very nervous and rightly so. Yeah, I've heard um, that there's hope that it would be done in the next month, like kind of like around the start of the NCAA tournament. Um, but as we found out with the, when the college football playoff expansion was happening, these deadlines can always be moved further, further behind. You know, they, they went through about seven deadlines of you got to have it done by this date. Um, before they actually got it done. Well, you can read his stuff on The Athletic. I think it's one of the best bangs for your buck out there. Uh, It's a couple bucks a month. And uh, Stuart Mandel, one of the best in the business. We really appreciate you taking a couple minutes for us. And we'll keep an eye on your stuff and uh, cross our fingers out here in Pac-12 country. All right. Thanks for having me. Thank you, my friend. All right, we come back. A lot to dig into there. And uh, does that give you... So I give you pause, better hope. If you're a Pac-12 fan, how you feeling? Shoot us a text, 503-864-6326. As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread, who have just launched their new recipe using heart-healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. Now they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at Hero.co. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at Hero.co. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovis. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade. Handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T E C O V A S.com, and point your toes west. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. 
So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does. <laughs> Nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Prime time with Isaac and Souk on 1080 The Fan. We just got done talking to Stuart Mandel of The Athletic, and I think you can view that if you're a Pac-12 fan. I think you can view it glass half full, glass half empty. Well, maybe not half full, like quarter full. I think if you're if you're sitting in the Pac-12 right now, there's no such thing as a win scenario for you. You're behind the eight ball, and at this point, you're just trying to salvage and not fall behind. You're basically now just trying to keep up with the bottom half, which is like where the ACC and the Big 12 are sitting in that that low 30s, and you're just trying to hold on to that. And so for Mandel to say that he thinks that it, it, it'll be in that neighborhood, I'm not certain if you're the Pac-12, if, if you can view that any other way, then that's as good as it's going to get. Unfortunately, but... Like you, you were, were talking little, in the you break, were dude. I'm doom, I'm doom and gloomy, man. Like I love Pac-12 football. There's something about the brand, but everybody knows that we're going towards super conferences. Yeah. We know that's happening, and, and you won't point, be one of them. <laughs> exactly, because at this point, you already know that the Big Ten and the SEC are two of them, and you know there's going to be one, maybe two more. Yeah. And so you know you're going to lose these guys. And Oregon and Washington fans, they're not scared. Stanford fans aren't scared. Yeah. It's Oregon State fans. It's WSU fans because there is something cool and there's something special about college football because if you look at the season that Oregon State had that is a successful season and if you're an Oregon State fan it's got to be a top 10 season for you all time well if you're not with the big boys in the super conference what's the point like you become Wyoming do you want to become Wyoming no it's not fair that maybe you you can become Boise State (laughs) right maybe but again is that what you're really hoping for like you get to have a bunch of really good years with Kellen Moore and then maybe you get to go to a Rose Bowl it it sucks especially when you go from a position of power to now all of a sudden you're left out and you can make the argument it's not Oregon State's fault it's not WSU's fault it's 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 the Pac-12 and it's the presidents hiring Larry Allen who sucked. Larry and, Scott. Larry sorry, Scott. Larry Scott. Larry Allen's a great offensive lineman. Maybe the best that's ever played. Thank right. you very much. So you you have a crappy commissioner, and then you've got another commissioner that you think, hey, outside interest, he's a sports gambling guy. That's where everything's going to go. And all by accounts, right now he's failed every single time. Yeah. So yeah, I, I I'm a little doom and gloomy here. This sucks. Well, and they even the one that made sense to me is to try to partner with the Big 12. Like, the, the island of misfit toys, their strength in numbers. And, and, and I get that the Pac-12 sits out here on the West Coast, and, you know, they, they, we preach about, you know, academics, and we preach about, you know, our Olympic sports, and we're great at swimming, and we're great at this and, you know, gymnastics. But, God, the only thing that moves the needle is, is basketball and football. And basketball is a distant second to football. And I just don't know... If, if you can sit in your ivory tower and say that you were too good for anyone, there was an opportunity there to really form the first super conference. And, you know, super would have been, you know, like when you were, when they were a kid and you had like the super friends, you like had the, uh, the, the like all the superheroes that got together. Look, they're not all equal. All right. You had Superman and then you got like Batman and then there was like Indian chief. 
right? Like, yeah, look, I get it. You weren't the you weren't the superest of all the super conferences, but if you could have paired up and you had teams like Baylor and you had Oklahoma State and you threw in again, like when they added BYU and Cincinnati and Central Florida and. You know, there's a there's enough in, in TCU that just played for a national title, and you add that in with some national brands like Oregon and Washington. Utah has risen up. You still have the great academic prowess that you have on the West Coast, right? To me, that's the one that still made the most sense, and yet mm-hmm. we're so dumb in the world of college football that we get in these peen matches that instead of having, to me, the simplest thing was to, to combine, you ended up with two conferences that hate each other. You ended up with two commissioners that are now sniping at one another. And unfortunately, if you're the Pac-12, whether or not the Big 12 ends up being the death blow for you by stealing some of your schools, you've still taken a bad situation with the Pac-12, and you've made it worse by having an enemy at the gates. You're not doing very well anyways, mm-hmm. right? And all you've done now is created a, 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 an enemy right outside your back door that is constantly telling people inside, hey, come over here. And all it takes is is two or three of those schools to say, you know what, screw this, I'm out of here. The nice part is it sounds like unless the money is really different, there's not a lot of incentive for the Pac-12 to jump. But the longer this goes on, or if you do end up with unequal revenue splits and Oregon and Washington rightfully say, hey, Screw you. I want 45 mil. I want 40 million. We're the big dogs. We're now. the big dogs. And Arizona is sitting down there saying, what? Really? This is what we're doing? F you. I'm going to the Big 12. That's that's what I'm saying. All it takes, if Arizona and Arizona State bolt, and then you get like Colorado that says, well, this thing's fractured. I'm going to the one with stability. Mm-hmm. You're in a very tough spot. And I think for not entirely your fault, but I feel like the Pac-12 has done this to themselves a little bit. and it's And it stinks. It absolutely stinks. You know, if you look at the just the place that we've gone for all of these programs to the place that they are now and the prominence that they really have along with the TCUs of the world, it's, I don't know, I never thought that the Ducks and the Beavers could get to that prominence, and here we are in 2022. So I'm a little doom and gloom with you, Will, but I'm not necessarily as doom and gloom if the Pac-12 gets broken up, and that's because Larry Scott killed it. And, and if this is what we're dealing with, if we're left with these chips just trying to grab everything up and see what we can make, it's not ever going to be a good conference. And frankly, going forward, even just trying to discuss this Pac-12 sticking around the way it is, it's never going to compete with any of the SEC or Big Tens of the, of, of the future. It's just, it, it's a sad day. But you know what? I'd rather for the health of those programs, they end up in going to join the Big 12 at this point. Well, and, and the real thing about it is exactly like Suk was saying, right? Like you had a chance, but the nerds won. The nerds came in and said, we don't want those stupid hillbillies in our school yeah. or in our conference yeah. because we have academic prowess. And I hate to say this as a former student athlete of the conference, <laughs> uh-huh. but no one goes to your math test. No one shows up and pays millions of dollars or no ESPN. What math test? ESPN's not calling to put you on eight the Ocho so they can watch you do a science experiment. Mm-hmm. But the Pac-12 said, no, we want academic, high academic institutions. You're not the Ivy League. You aren't. You should be letting teams in. That's what the SEC did. The SEC doesn't care. Are you good at football? Hey, they got Vanderbilt. <laughs> they got- that, that, okay, sick. You have Vanderbilt, and the Big Ten has Northwestern. Congratulations. You got one? You got You've one got eight. one nerd. The, the you have one nerd. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're full of them, and yeah. guess what? you got to have the nerd to do your homework. Now, all of a sudden, we're not winning national titles anymore. We're the Conference of Champions. The problem is we only win at water polo. Yeah. And that's, that's not going to do it, enough for that's, TV rights. That's prestigious. 
Is that, it? If that gymnastics uh, TV contract ever kicks in, ooh, no, that was Larry Scott's no, they're thing. They're going to LSU. Larry Scott was like, people at the Pac-12 Network, those th- those third tier rides, they're gonna love it. How, how that is? We are in the the current generation of streaming television. So many options out there. As soon as the Pac-12 Network hit, I, I, all right, I'll, I'll take shots at a former local network that no longer exists. It looked like the launch of Comcast Sports Net back it, in 2007. It was, it, it was rough. There was no, no. available programming. No. And when I'm watching replays of volleyball games yeah. at one in the afternoon, when you could have daily programming updating me on what the latest happenings in your conference in every sport, yeah. but especially football and basketball are, it's a huge missed opportunity. Well, because the cost is so expensive to run those and there was no <sighs> money coming in. It's you have to do it on the cheap, and it ends up looking like the XFL. So, you know, you know it ends up looking Bush League. It ends up looking not prime time, and, and this is where you're at. So we'll see. You know, this, this is supposed to get done in the next month or so, so cross your fingers, and, uh, you know, hopefully they can they can pull one out of the uh, pull one out of the what it, the fryer, I guess. Yeah. You know, all, pull, pull a miracle. All you can do is hope. Yep. Hey, the Blazers might get Webb Manana. That's what you can hope for as a Pac-12 fan. All right, when we come back, we wish someone a very, very happy birthday. And maybe some tears are shed. Primetime here on The Fan. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 